another exciting episode of Soft Boys Anonymous. Uh, I guess I guess these would be meetings. Since we got to go along with the, the theme of this show. Or I guess the hold title. On. Yes? Yeah, hold on, hold on. You gotta pause on that. I say it's doing something in the background. I'm sorry, your host sorry. as always, Cody Cannon. Jose, Jose is here. I, hey, I was Cody. uh I was just saying that I guess we should call these meetings go along with the name Soft Boys Anonymous. Okay. Since this 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 title's just like a gag on Alcoholics Anonymous. Right. But for like Soft Boys. A friend asked me like a couple weeks ago why it was called Soft Boys Anonymous. So I had to explain okay. to him it was like Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. But, but soft boys, like there, there's no reason really to call it soft boys anonymous, rather than soft boys. But like, it's just a joke. Yeah, soft boys meeting. Uh, that doesn't sound this right. Soft like boys anonymous. Every episode of the podcast is like, no, no, no. Every episode of the podcast is like a meeting of soft boys anonymous. Right. But uh, uh, first, so we're uh, here. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we're being we're taking a kind of chill. Uh, uh something in the news kind of happened yesterday, but like what? just that they're um they're uh they delayed or well they put the Obi Wan show on hold. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, but like nothing too exciting's really been going on that I care to talk about. Uh, did you, there was also, um, someone leaked the, uh, Colin Trevorrow, uh, script that, for the last Yeah, that Star did Wars. happen like a week yeah. or two ago. Yeah. Um, I haven't read it yet. What or, was the, uh, what was the title? Duel of Swords or something? I don't know. It probably could have been called Duel of Fates. Duel of Fates, there you go. Maybe. I mean, that's what I'm guessing. I, I don't know. I haven't looked too far into it. And, uh, and, uh, in the world of live action remakes, it was announced today that Disney is going to be remaking, uh, Bambi yeah. live action. I mean, it made money with the Lion King. N- none of us liked it, but <laughs> yeah, it made a billion dollars. So you know, there is so evidence not? to back it up, back up them doing that. Cause they know they're going to make money. But every yeah. every single time one of these gets announced, I'm like, does anyone care? And then apparently someone does. Maybe we'll get a live action, uh, live action remake of uh, the Fox and the Hound. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> I don't even. I, I don't even really like the original. Movie. Yeah. I'm like I'm the one person who doesn't really care for the original. Yeah, I think. Do you think it's? Uh, I'm trying to figure out a better way to word this question, but uh, do you think Disney is running out of ideas? Like they're just going back to their classics and they're like, hey, we have the money. Yes. Movies wise, yeah, they ran out of ideas a long time ago. 
like when when was the year or what movie did you think was like yep they're starting to run out of ideas now I mean, let's probably make by the time they started doing the remakes but I, I wouldn't say around when Alice in Wonderland came out but like around that period maybe a little bit after I just noticed or anything that wasn't a remake of one of their originals or a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie or one of their big animated movies. It was just like, I mean, you still get them multiple times a year. They just kind of, they range in budget, but they kind of just barely promote it and just kind of put it out there and then it goes away. Uh, sometimes they spend like a stupid amount on it and then they don't promote it that well and it just kind of comes out, goes away, and then they wonder why it bombed. Uh, like Nutcracker in the Four Realms, John Carter, uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, I think uh, the best live action remake they've done, I think it, it has to be Cinderella. I actually enjoyed oh, okay. that one. I would say Jungle Book. I really dug that. Yeah. Uh, we both, uh, you, me, Knox, Matt, probably someone else, we, we've all went to go see uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that wasn't great. I mean, I'm, I'm only there for Emma Watson. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. I felt it was weird how they all only really auto-tuned the women. If you notice that, like every woman is auto-tuned to some extent in that movie. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like okay. Mrs. Potts, Emma Watson, like any other woman you hear. And all the men aren't really. And I didn't I didn't think Emma Watson was that bad of a singer. Just like let her sing. Like not everyone's gonna sound like an opera star or like someone that's been on Broadway their whole life. But like that's okay. Cause Gene Kelly wasn't like that. Or Neither was Fred Astaire. And I think they're perfectly right. fine. So, like, they don't all have to be of a certain level to be allowed to sing without auto-tune. True. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I think uh, we are, we're we're also getting Mulan this year. Are you excited yeah. about that one? That one looks okay. I might, I might see that. And then uh, I think the next one is 101 Dalmatians with uh, Emma Stone. Yeah, it's 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 like Maleficent where it just focuses on the villain, so it's called Cruella. I wonder if they're trying to do like a universe, you know, like Cruella uh, and Maleficent, those types I don't of think they would, but that would be yeah. so... I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, to be fair, I haven't even seen the, uh, the Glenn Close... 101 Dalmatians movie. I probably uh, saw it a long time ago. Isn't Same that with... in... Yeah. What? Uh, oh, I was about to say, sorry, but I was about to say, isn't it on Disney Plus as well? Probably. I'm sure 102 Dalmatians is on there as well. It's sequel. <laughs> I'm sure I've seen both of those, but it's been way too long. <laughs> um. Oh, we also forgot about uh, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, well, uh, I haven't bothered with Disney Plus yet, so I haven't watched it. Oh, come on. I, I'm just taking my time. Really? Uh, I'm, just, I'm just waiting until I feel like it to get it, really. No, true. And you have Verizon customers. You have until, like, the end of June to get your free year. So, right. I mean, just wait around however you want. 
Uh, I might want to get it soon so I can watch Mandalorian. And uh, next month, The Clone Wars is coming out. They're doing a final uh, season of that. That's going to be cool. I can't wait for you to uh, to watch The Mandalorian so we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, uh, will so I watch good. Lady and the Tramp? Probably not. Did you We're watch just... it? I wanted to, but uh, I couldn't stomach myself to watch it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Marvel, um, not a lot of new things are going on with Marvel, except uh, they're going forward with Captain Marvel 2, the sequel. Uh, they're hiring the writers of uh, WandaVision, which is going to be a Disney Plus original show. Yeah, and they and the directors of the first movie left. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which I think for the better, because the first movie wasn't very good, to be honest. Well, um, it made a, it made a lot of money, but it was it was very much a phase one Marvel movie, but not really in the yeah. good way. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, if you think about it, this is sort of equivalent to like uh, the Captain America movies, where the first one was it was all right, but when we get to Winter Soldier, that one was great. So maybe Captain Marvel two, maybe that'll be the Winter Soldier of. Uh, Phase four. Yeah. Is it phase four? Yeah. Yeah. I would I would suggest bringing someone else in to like freshen it up and and like really give us a take of the character and really flesh the character out. Even though I like the first Avenger a lot, it actually it got better for me with a rewatch. Uh, but it's it it's a movie along with Thor and Captain Marvel that had to like accomplish certain things for the origin story. Right. So, like, now they don't have to worry about that. They can kind of do whatever. Yeah, and, and that's I'm, true. I'm guessing they're really taking their time trying to make Phase 4 and do it right and um, just just make it different where it's not, like, the same thing we've seen before. So I'm guessing that's one of the reasons Scott Derrickson left Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, I'm sad about that. Yeah. Um, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, they'll be fine. Because like Doctor Strange two is probably gonna be a really big movie in the phase in like Phase four. Uh, I really am stoked for uh, what was it, The Eternals? Yeah. And uh, Shang is it Shang 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 Chi and the Shang Chi, the Ten Rings. Yeah, I think so. I don't remember the subtitle, but yeah, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And yeah, I think uh, they pushed up when Marvel Vision, well, no, not Marvel, WandaVision was coming out. I think that's coming out this year. Yeah. At some point. I've been seeing like some set photos from Falcon and Winter Soldier with this other guy dressed as Captain America. Oh, yeah, he's a U.S. agent. That's Yeah, uh, so like some other yeah. guy's... I'm gonna be calling himself Captain America for a bit, I guess. I don't know. I don't care. Well, uh, I, 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 that's actually the one show I'm excited. I'm really excited for. I love it how um, when that photo leaked, and on Instagram, everyone's commenting, "Is it because he's black? Like, why, why, <laughs> uh, why isn't uh, what's his face holding the damn shield? Why is it this poser? You know." <laughs> I mean, I and, guess they're just. 
weren't going to instantly recognize someone else as Captain America that they didn't pick. Whoever is even picking. It's like, who would be picking Captain America? That's something we're going to have to be finding out because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s gone. There's and Nick also, Fury's little mini-operation. Right. And also, uh, Sam. That's his name, right? Sam? Yeah. Sam and Bucky, they're, rep, they're uh, outlaws. They're criminals. So it makes sense if uh, yeah, kinda. this guy... Do you, would you think all of that would just be annulled after Endgame? And they had the, the snap where everyone was out for five years and... I highly doubt that. I I don't know. I mean, governments will be like, "Oh, thank you for your thank you for what you've done," but eh, nah. Yeah, yeah. Thunderbolt Ross would still be pretty much after anybody. Yeah, he's pretty much a dick. Obviously, yeah, if he can't use them as a weapon, he's gonna be against them. True. True. I hate those type of movies, though. It's so cliche. It's so typical. The gov- government villains, you know, your cliche villains from the government, they're like, we're going to use you or this as a weapon. We need this weapon for other specific uh, need-to-know bases type shit. Like with Godzilla. You remember Godzilla? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, also government figures are like that. Yeah. Um. Oh, 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 we're also forgetting uh, Black Widow. That's coming out in uh, yeah. May, right? Yeah, I think... I want to see that one. I think William Hurt's in that movie, too. Yeah, he is in that movie. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, I mean, this is my hot take, but uh, it all ended with Endgame. Like, when Endgame finished, I'm done with Marvel, to be honest. Uh, I'm like, I'm interested to see where they go. I'm honestly more interested where DC is going because they've been on a roll lately. I'm interested too. Like with the, uh, like with the Batman, they're yeah. being very secretive about it. But uh, all the cast, uh, they said that this script is beautiful. It's dark. It's poetic. Yeah, and, but like, I mean, like the cast of every movie says that. Yeah, that's it true. Says kind that kind of stuff to hype up the movie i guess but, but I mean, i've reeves, seen though, i've seen a few set photos yeah but matt reeves though i i have faith in him he yeah he did well with uh i know you didn't like the movie but cloverfield i mean that's not really a an accomplishment but uh he also did dawn of the planet of the apes yeah, i really like War. dawn of the planet of the apes or for yeah. the planet of the apes i don't care for that much and so like i mean i've always been interested to see what he's gonna do with batman and maybe they'll get me to like Robert Pattinson as Batman. Yeah, I mm, I don't know, but uh, Robert Pattinson, as he's been impressing me lately with all his uh, indie films. Yeah, like with uh, um, Good Time, and of course, I just bought the Lighthouse movie, and uh, it was all right. He was great in it. I still don't see him as Batman yet. You think like, he's too pretty? <laughs> no, no. Like, just being pretty isn't really the problem because Christian Bale was pretty. And Val Kilmer and, well. George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney was not right for it at all. <laughs> um, but I just don't see it yet. Maybe when I see him in action, Maybe I when might kind of get it. Oh, yeah, if he doesn't have one of those... Like cancer voices that 
Christian Bale. Swear had. to me. Swear to me. <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale's voice like ruined those movies. Like, like the Dark Knight. I can't take Batman seriously half the time because he's got that awful voice. Where it's supposed to be like a dramatic moment or even a funny moment. I'm like, the voice just ruins it. Um. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of some. Um, oh, dude. Uh, I was gonna mention that um, if we're talking about uh, what recent movies we've seen lately, uh, I am gonna take your side in in that The Shining movie. Did not enjoy it oh, at you, all. You you saw The Shining recently? Yeah, I, I purchased it. I purchased it was a, a it was on it was available on Vudu on sale. If you if you buy the bundle, it comes with The Shining, and it also comes with the sequel, Doctor Sleep which includes the director's cut, which is three hours. So um, so anyway, so I watched The Shining for the first time, and to be honest, I don't see the hype about it. It was overhyped to me. Thank you. Uh, I mean, the shots, don't get me wrong, the shots, some shots were beautiful. Jack Nicholson had a, an amazing performance, but it, it, I, it didn't give me what I wanted what I wished for from other people who have seen it that claim that it's a masterpiece. I did not enjoy it. And I agree with you. I almost kind of hate the movie. Yeah. I didn't care for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, what, what you said that's good about it is true and it has like some good ideas in it, but I, I think it slogs like it, like it drags a right. lot. It could, it could be trimmed down like a, probably good half hour a lot of those inner titles are just unnecessary like yeah we get it's the next day you don't have to tell us every single time it's a different day or time <laughs> it's like right. okay we're not stupid or <laughs> um, just yeah. shots that go on and on forever like right just like shots where like they're traveling in the car and like the camera's looking at them from like up in the sky somewhere like, right. Can we can we can we move on, please? Move forward. Can we, exactly. Can we get to something? The credits are over. Just just go to the next shot, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I did watch. But I did got. I had the opportunity to watch uh, Doctor Sleep, and I prefer Doctor Sleep over The Shining. I enjoyed oh. Doctor Sleep, even though that it was a two and a half hour movie. Uh, the pacing was better. Uh, the acting was phenomenal, and uh, overall, it's uh, it's not one of those. Oh, let's rehash everything from the first movie, or let's pay tribute to the first movie. No, no, no. It it does its own thing, with little hints of uh, nods to the first movie. Um. Uh, however, I also watched the director's cut, and okay. and the director director's cut. Uh. It's like the first movie. It drags on, and it also includes yep. the titles. It does the titles. Uh, yeah. See, I was like, oh. that's why I don't usually like director's cuts, because directors should not edit their own movies, I don't think, most of the time. Because they leave too much stuff in, and they, they don't know how to trim anything and cut out what's not important. Because they love their creation so much. Right. That's why you need an editor on your movies. 
Every director is like, oh, I know how to use Premiere Pro. I can edit my own movie. No, you should not. No. Get someone else to do it. Even if you know how to use the software, whatever software you're going to edit on, get someone else to do it. You'll be thankful. Because it'll ultimately make it a better movie. Like, I was... I know people are going to be tired of hearing this this uh, phrase again, but like like for example, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. If we're being honest, and I'm after seeing many 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 photos and many many uh, comments and articles about it, I'm growing tired of that. Like honestly, no matter how much you want to add more scenes extend the time the running time i don't think this is going to save the movie so yeah i agree Uh-oh. with you i'm serious jose I'm serious. is finally on the train of the movie's still gonna suck i mean i mean yeah justice league i don't like justice league do i really want to see three and a half hours of that <laughs> god no god no but we we're probably going to if it does exist <laughs> yep yeah. Um, well, that's one you probably get a viewing party for, so it's a lot easier to sit through the three and a half hours. Because if I was sitting through it by myself, I'd probably do it in two halves. Like the Irishman. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, yeah, and um, yeah, you love to like say, oh, I'd rather trim 30 minutes or an hour out of that movie. That would have been better. Yeah. But it's when it's just... you just hate like long shots long just takes, like you know? unimportant stuff when it's just when it just feels like the person forgot to cut it or just like didn't look back over it uh, i'm fine with like letting a shot breathe if it feels right yeah uh but uh i wouldn't mind doing the viewing party for justice league snyder cut yeah we did that with the uh, uh bbs ultimate cut Oh, you did? Yeah, we did. Um, uh, I mean, even the last movie I watched, I ended up watching in two halves just because I felt like it. I mean, it it wasn't that long. It was only a little over two hours. uh, Oh, uh, speaking of DC, uh, next month is uh, Birds of Prey. Now that I'm excited for. I'm not that excited for it yet. Like, uh, eh, it just looks kind of eh to me. Kind of eh. Yeah. I mean, I hope it's good. But like yeah. Oh. I don't know. I also watched the uh the Harley Quinn show. Is it is it bad or is it good? No. No, it's actually it's very quirky. Yeah, cuz uh, I've been hearing people actually like it and I'm like, dude, did we watch the same trailer? <laughs> yeah. But but uh the the comedy, it it it, it fits. I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. And uh, if you're worried about the, uh, oh, it's going to be vulgar for vulgar sake, it kind of is, but but uh, in this world, in this uh, animated world, uh, it makes sense. It makes sense, really. And actually, it pokes fun at, uh, it actually pokes fun at uh, DC's previous movies. So it, they're self-aware with this show. So, uh, so how's my man King Shark? Oh, King Shark, he's adorable, man. They oh, they good. made him into a teddy bear. You know I love me some King Shark. Yeah, he's, yeah, but they made him into a Every part teddy about bear. him is ridiculous, and I love it. It's like a giant right. shark man that attacks things. 
I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, King Shark in this movie, he's uh, more reserved. He's more of a tech nerd rather than your typical, uh, oh, I must eat everything kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, also, I've also watched uh, Bad Boys 3 for the first time. Okay, you saw Bad week. Boys for Life? Yeah, Bad Boys for Life. Okay, so uh, the first movie, which is a, they call it a classic, it's your uh, typical cliche buddy cop movie, if we were to describe it right now. Uh, the second one, you'll watch the second one for the action. It has great action. Say what you will about Michael Bay, but he knows how to direct action scenes. And uh, finally, for uh, Bad Boys for Life, number three, it actually is a little more cohesive. The first two movies, they're not, you know, especially the second one. The second one, it drags on and you'd feel it, but there's no connection. There's no connective tissue to it. It just goes one way and then the other. But with Bad Boys for Life, it, it flows natural. You, uh, everything connects. Everything needs to be where it goes. You, uh, the pacing's great. The pacing is great. And uh, overall, um, after 17 years, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, they still got it. They still have that chemistry. And uh, the whole theater, the whole theater was packed and they were enjoying it. They were laughing the hell out of this movie. So uh, I recommend I recommend you watching it. I give it a low full price. Oh, good. So yeah. people that aren't familiar with the double toasted rating system, that's like four stars out of five. Right, right. Uh, the uh, I have them. I haven't rating. watched any of the Bad Boys movies. <gasps> oh, so, I mean, like the first two are in my queue on Netflix, so I'll watch them at some point. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's incredible movie. It well, okay. I'll take that back. Incredible. I mean, well, I will say, you know, you'd notice that every January movie, it's bad. Yeah, usually. Yeah. Well, this one, it finally breaks it breaks the mold you know it's like oh january's got a first good decent movie yeah i think i heard guy Ritchie's new movie is pretty decent oh i do want to see the gentleman yes yeah and that Kristen stewart movie underwater heard that was okay so like everything but do little <laughs> and uh <laughs> like a boss eh, yeah Dude, uh, so so Doolittle cool. is um, it's gonna lose the studio more money than uh, Cats did. I think they're both Universal, or maybe maybe no, no, no. I don't know what Doolittle's from, but so Doolittle's gonna lose more money than Cats did. Let me look that up. But uh, uh, let me see. Doolittle is produced by. Let's see here, produced by where the fuck? Yep, Universal. You're right. Yeah. So uh, maybe someone's getting fired, or maybe this is just one big elaborate tax write-off. I I don't know. The budget for this movie was 175 million dollars. Yep. And the box office is 61.3 million dollars. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah, they're gonna lose a lot of money. And, and people aren't just like 
vicariously seeing this movie either, like they did with Cats. I mean, poor Robert Downey Jr., man. I mean... <laughs> I, I don't know why he chose this movie, or why his agent, or like, what happened, but no. No. Like, the celebrity voices I get, because like, you can get celebrities to voice anything. Like any any kids animated movie, you can get a bunch of celebrities on them because it's something their kids can see. But this, I don't get what Robert Downey Jr. I think Antonio Banderas was in this movie, and he is, and um, Martin something. Martin Sheen. <laughs> I don't think it was Martin Sheen. It was this other guy, but uh. I don't I don't know why any of them did this movie, but uh think, maybe for uh, the money. I think I think Robert Downey Jr. wanted to step away from Marvel. He's like, hey, I can also act in other movies too. It I'm probably not didn't the take that guy. long to make and they probably offered him a decent enough paycheck. True. Very true. Because like he's a great actor. He could be doing good stuff. But like his non Marvel stuff since he started doing Iron Man wasn't hasn't really been that good except for like Tropic Thunder and Sherlock Holmes. Right. Uh who knows? Maybe he'll redeem himself in the third Sherlock movie. I honestly don't really want that. I mean I it's not fair for me to say I only saw the second Sherlock Holmes. Which I don't think was good. It was not good. Uh, maybe maybe that's my problem that I just saw the second one and never got to see the first one. I don't know. That, that's what happened to me with Kingsman. Oh, <laughs> I never yeah. got to see the first movie, and I was taken to see the Golden Circle. Thanks, Knox. And uh, <laughs> it was it was atrocious. It was so bad. Every bad thing you think a sequel will do, that's made for a cash grab. It it pretty much did. Uh, Elton John was in the movie for some reason. But hey, that uh, Taron Egerton became uh, uh, Elton John in the Rocketman movie, so makes sense. In this movie, it does not make sense. Uh, by the way, speaking of Cats, uh, I just checked on the IMDb page, and Cats is officially on the bottom, uh, the bottom uh, rated movies list. The bottom 100. It's number yeah. 31. Sound, that sounds right. Yeah. Number one worst, uh, number one lowest rated movie is Disaster Movie. <laughs> Good. Number three. Oh, that, dude. Number three actually, is your is your movie. Disaster. Monos. Disaster Movie was the first fuck you Corey gave. Really? Yeah. He invented fuck you during his review <laughs> of that movie. Yeah. Uh, back in 2008. Uh, Spool.com. Yeah, see, I've been By a long way, time fan. Yeah. By the way, um, Manos, The Hands of Fate, it's number three. What's number two? Uh, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. <laughs> 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 yep. Oh. Honestly, I kind of want to see Manos again. No, you don't. Just the, the no, sheer you ridiculousness. Don't. I, Come on. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want to sit through that again. <laughs> I don't I don't want it, but it's so funny, too. I've sat through that, it twice. 
that's the viewing party right there. I the first time I saw it was a uh, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, so there was at least like a commentary track over it. Uh, and the second time, I just watched the movie. <laughs> Uh, because again, Knox. <laughs> oh damn! So uh, what? Do I, what have I been watching? Uh, what about you? Yeah, what do you watch? Uh, well, the last thing I just watched was Golden Eye. I, I rewatched that. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen that in years. So like, I forgot pretty much everything about it. And man, I really underrated it because it is damn good. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is easily one of the best Bond movies. I love how it's shot. I love how it's edited. Uh, Martin Campbell, the director of this movie, he saved the franchise twice. Because he did it with this movie, and then he did it again with Casino Royale. And sure. then in 2011, he made Green Lantern. But ah. he, uh, uh, this is Pierce Brosnan, of course, is great. Uh, Sean Bean is the villain as a Alec. Um, Alan Cumming is even in this movie. Is like a, it's like a computer programmer hacker. Um, Famke Jansen is in this. Is like this really like weird kinky villain, who like, she she suffocates a dude by like wrapping him with her legs, on like her on like his torso. And pretty much like squeezing the air out of him. And her name, I'm not kidding, is uh, Xenia on a top. And she she's definitely a top. <laughs> and of course, that's the first one Judy Dench is in. Uh, I I love the themes about it. You know, like um, this was like the first Bond movie after the Cold War. So it's kind of. It's kind of like Cold War aftermath. Um, them now suddenly being in a different world where everything's different now for them, and Bond's considered like a relic of the past. And uh, it's kind of like questioning if he can still do it. Uh, Sean Bean's character was a like a double O agent. He pretty much defected for reasons that I won't explain, but uh, <laughs> basically, right. yeah, it's it's like this whole thing. You have to see the movie, but it's like right. this whole plot. I would have to explain, but um, but anyway, like even even those themes of um, Bond being a relic of the past, like half the Bond movie sense have dealt with those same things, and probably still haven't done it as well. Uh, off the top of my head, Skyfall and Spectre both kind of deal with that in, in a different way, just more like, can he still do it? And I think No Time to Die is going to do the same thing. But yeah, uh, no, this movie kicks ass. And it's got like some of the best action scenes, one of the best intros of any Bond movie. Um, the action scenes are great. Like, even one, the love interest is pretty decent. Like it, it's it's awesome. Uh, I guess I'd give it a high full price. Oh, really? Now? Yeah, it's, it's damn good. It's very enjoyable. It's just a lot of fun to watch. Uh, have you seen anything else? Have you seen any Netflix documentaries? Uh, 
Netflix documentaries? No. I saw one episode of Surviving R. Kelly. Oh, what'd you think of that? Uh, yeah, definitely. It definitely drives home how much I don't really like R. Kelly. <laughs> it definitely drives home if anyone liked R. Kelly, they definitely went after this. I mean, don't lie. You used to bop to one of his songs. Not really, no. Songs. Really? No. no. Not even Trapped in the Closet? <laughs> you nope. that? Never, never vibed any of his stuff anyways. So the only one we heard growing, or the only one I ever really heard growing up was I Believe I Can Fly, and I don't like that song. I never liked it. But I thought you, but I thought you liked Space That's part well, of yeah, Space Yeah, I like Space Jam is fun, but it doesn't mean I like the song. <laughs> uh, um, okay. <laughs> I saw like a couple episodes of um, so like every now and then I'm interested in, in in history. I've always been interested in history, but like American history. So I was I was watching like the first couple episodes of the Civil War, the uh, Ken Burns series from the '90s. Because uh-huh. you know he's done a bunch of series on wars and American time periods. So I, sometimes I just leave that in the background. Though it, it didn't save where I left off on the third episode, so that's kind of annoying because I don't remember. Uh, so I'll probably just skip the rest of that episode and move on. <laughs> I'll be fine with that. Um, uh, Borat, I saw. Yeah, that was like the first time did. I saw the full thing. Uh, great. Uh, first off, uh, this this was the copy I said on this show that I got for 75 cents. <laughs> from a local Big Lots and uh, very nice very nice uh, of course it's great it's great there's like one bit I probably wouldn't have done what I think there's some bit where he says the n-word oh he did that oh yeah that's... yeah there's there's some I don't remember what it's about I don't remember what it was about but there's some some for some reason it's said I don't remember but I was like, I I do without that. But like the rest of the shock humor worked for me for the most part. Uh, <laughs> I watched uh, Muppets from Space. Oh god! Well, I made it most of the way through because I actually cannot sit through all of it. It's bad. <laughs> it's not good. It's the first time guy. I saw it in several several years. So I barely remembered it other than like the main plot of Gonzo looking for his uh, fellow Gonzo men or whatever you would call it. I don't even think the movie gives a name to it. Uh, And, you know, he's apprehended by Jeffrey Tambor and Uh. like like a bear Muppet and Hollywood Hulk Hogan. (laughs) And, um, um... It's bad. It's so bad. This is like the only Muppet movie I've ever seen where there's not original music. Like, it's not really a musical. They're not singing anything. But there's a bunch of popular songs that's very poorly just thrown in constantly. And this is late 90s, so it's a lot of 70s throwback songs. Uh, Like Brick House and... um, not September, but like, you know, that kind of vibe. And it's just, it's so weird. It's so out of place. Um, I don't know what 
kind of reality they're going for here with the Muppets. So it's kind of them living, all living together in a suburban sense. But it's like they're themselves, but they're not known as themselves. Because like Piggy's like a coffee girl at a news station. Well, not even a news station. It's like a alien conspiracy show that goes live like the news. It's very weird. Uh, I don't. I don't. No, it's bad. No, <laughs> no, I don't like it. And um, I've been gradually watching The Witcher. The the one with Henry Cavill, Cavill. Yeah, uh, I, I I recently put out what people would like to hear us talking about. I got a response from China, who said she uh, wanted to hear us talk about TV, and um, well, I think probably why we don't talk about it that much is because I I don't think I actually watch it enough. That's that's yeah. probably the reason I probably haven't actually watched that many shows lately, but I have been watching The Witcher. Um, it's okay. It's like, it's getting worse. Like, I'm six episodes in after, out of the eight. Uh-huh. And like, the first half is pretty solid. But it's like, like, the fourth episode was kind of weird. Like, the fifth episode was a little better. And the sixth episode, uh, the last episode I just watched sucked. It was not a good episode at all. And, um,. I mean, of course, Henry Cavill's great in it. Like, when he's just going around doing Witcher stuff, that's the best stuff in the show. It's just him going around killing monsters for people or investigating someone wanting him to kill a monster and ends up being something completely different. Uh, uh, but there's also two other narratives. Uh, the one with this um, girl, Siri, who's like a princess and her... Her kingdom's just been completely taken over and murdered, and she's told to go off and find this person. So she she's, like, on the run. And, like, her storyline is okay. Uh, but then there's this uh, storyline with someone named Yennefer, who's, like, a mage. Who's, um, I guess, taken from her farm because she has these abilities. And, uh, well, first off, she's, like, a... She's like a hunchback with like some other physical deformities. So, uh, of course, she comes from a rough background. And um, it's like she's taught some of this magic and she kind of has this like a magical operation happen to make her hot, so to speak. Like, give her a regular body and, I guess, make her quote-unquote hot so she can go off with uh, whoever it was to be the person's mage. Because I guess, like, I guess a bunch of different kingdoms have mages. They're, like, they're assigned mage or something. Right. Or they're appointed mage, whatever it is. But um, I don't like Yennefer, really. Like, the first couple episodes where you're supposed to, like, feel sympathy for her and, like, her changing her appearance and, like, taking control of her own story is supposed to be empowering. And, like, that stuff's fine, but, like, after she becomes hot. I say hot because I don't really find her hot. Uh, Like, I mean, she's pretty, I guess, but, like, I don't... And, of course, uh, Geralt 
and her end up having a romance like halfway through and I'm just like I don't see what he sees in her it's just they kind of bickered a little bit and then they just started having sex at like the end right. of their first episode together and then they <laughs> I think they did, they did it like two or three times already and I'm just like what do you see in her because there's, there's like nothing interesting they have for her there's like nothing about her that's interesting to me at all. She's just like angst for the sake of angst <laughs> at this point. Because, well, there's like two or three different timelines happening at the same time. Because the princess's storyline takes place later than Geralt's storyline. And Yennefer's storyline starts out before, but it catches up to him. Um, and would Yennefer, you say Yennefer's that, just not interesting at all. Right. Uh, would you say that uh, The Witcher, would you say that this show is like your typical show where it starts good at first, but the quality just becomes, it gets badder and badder each episode, right? Uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a mixed bag. Mixed bag? For me. Like, the first few episodes were pretty good, and there's one that was kind of, eh, but, like, still pretty good. Like, the next one was fine, but, it was like, this last episode was bad. And there's this one uh, thing in it that's, like, pretty much driving the princess's storyline. And kind of, like, parts of Geralt's as supposed to, I guess, be, like, the main... Or, like, the big story here. And I don't like it. So, um, there's something introduced in the fourth episode called The Law of Surprise. We pretty much revealed that, um, Ciri's quest, after she flees her kingdom, is to look for Geralt. So that's, like, her destiny. They're saying that's, like, it's her destiny. And a uh, Geralt storyline takes place before, I don't know how long, like probably probably like 10 years. Let's right. say like 10 years, 10, 12 years before, maybe. In this episode, he he ends up saving a guy for, uh, from like getting executed because he's, he's been like cursed based on his grotesque appearance. Well, no, he was, he was cursed into having a grotesque appearance of like some... He looked kind of like a hedgehoggy guy. And um, Geralt pretty much saves the guy who who pretty much goes to... Um, he's going to marry the princess of the time. Right. And uh, he was pretty much promised to her through the law of surprise. So the law of surprise is like you save a guy and you then you can marry his daughter as, like, payment. So this this hedgehog guy got the princess through that. And so for Geralt, saving the hedgehog guy, he got that. And Geralt said it because he he didn't take that kind of destiny superstition seriously, I guess. So... So this princess in Geralt's timeline is the princess series mom. Uh-huh. So 
and I, and I mean like you get the daughter of the person as in like their hand in marriage. If you see what I'm getting at here, I don't yeah. like it because it's pretty yeah. much pedophilia. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm Geralt's, like Geralt's already like this super old immortal guy. Right. So the, we see this like 12-year-old going around in the future trying to get to Geralt. And I'm just like, ew. Ew, yeah. Yeah, it's like you're pretty much getting to him so y'all can be together and eventually fuck. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, this is nasty. This is nasty. <laughs> I don't know how old the the like Badger Hedgehog guy was when he saved the princess's father, but I... It's weird. Uh, I'm assuming his curse like kept him his age for a while because when he was turned back, he he looked around the same age. So I, sure, but it's just creepy to me. And now this whole show is dictated by pedophilia, and I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, Geralt's with Yennefer for now, but like. Well, I guess they kind of broke up, but they're probably going to get back together by the end of the season. And I, there's nothing interesting about Yennefer at this point. She's just like, all of her dialogue is just like angsty comebacks to everything. And she kind of, she's still, I mean, like by this point, she's been how she is for like 30 years. So she's been Miss Angsty Girl for 30 years. <laughs> And I was just like, this isn't interesting at all. This this whole like angsty attitude you kind of resolve in a couple episodes in like a story arc or something, but she's kind of just staying flat. <laughs> I just don't find this character interesting whatsoever. She's supposed to be empowering and sexy and stuff, but like I'm not getting any of that from her. I'm just like, why is everyone fawning over this girl? She's not interesting at all. I don't I don't know. But the show is fine. It's okay. It's already getting another season, so um, I don't know. I'll watch it until the end. It's just kind of slow to get me to watch the rest of it. So it's just kind of fine. And I think that's everything I've been watching. Uh, uh I've been. Uh, I was gonna mention when you mentioned that you watched the R. Kelly documentary. I was going to say, uh, I also watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary on oh, Netflix. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Having no knowledge of who Aaron Hernandez was, because it uh, turned out that he died. Um, yeah, it was it, it was quite an interesting, uh, it was an interesting documentary. Uh, they provided theories that uh, Hernandez, his intentions was that of... Uh, that they found out that he was a, a homosexual, a closeted homosexual guy, which I didn't know. I don't know if it's true or not. Then it was it was the whole it was the whole. Uh, oh, was he gay or was he not gay? Uh, did he do it because uh, he was jealous of this relationship? This and that. Um, I don't know. It's it's still on. It hadn't hit. It it didn't hit on me right. So I'm probably gonna rewatch it again tomorrow, maybe. But it was. Production wise, it was a good documentary. Yeah, no, I only Did watched you... I only watched one episode of Surviving R. Kelly. I didn't end up continuing because I was like, 
I'm going to get really mad trying to watch the rest of this. No, it's dude. just the first episode. It's kind of sickening with like all the, it, it. That one pretty much details like his rise to fame and uh-huh. how he was kind of a pedo even then. And then oh. all the stuff with Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. He married her when she oh, was what? 15? Yeah. yeah. And he was 27. Ugh. And it was it was annulled like within a like a year or so because you know they lie he lied about her age <laughs> you know like her age was forged as eighteen so it I was mean, an, it was annulled but um he was still hits, yeah and there, it details this incident where like R Kelly was worried that he got her pregnant and like and uh, one of the background singers or like multiple gra- background singers. Uh, caught them having sex on the tour bus. And it shows how, like, Aaliyah didn't really, like, talk about this situation for, like, the rest of her life. Like, once they, like, ended the marriage and she switched record labels. And it's, it's, uh, it's just kind of sad because, like, you can, you can tell it's more like a, he took advantage of her and manipulated her. It was more of a, he, uh, he calculated it. He calculated his everything. Yeah. And then, uh, then it kind of starts mentioning, uh, like, one or two other people who would be victims. They kind of start their story, and then it kind of ends there. So I don't I don't know if I watch the rest of it. I mean, that's what... Uh, I mean, not that's, that's not what documentaries are for. I mean, documentaries are just presenting you cold, hard facts. Well... And, Things that make you uncomfortable. Not always facts. Well, not always facts, but like, I mean, sometimes the subject, it can get a little engrossing, you know? Yeah. Uh, Uh, Oh, dude. Yeah, go on. Oh, sorry, sorry. But I was going to say, for example, uh, I also watched the first half, the the first hour of Finding Neverland. (laughs) Okay, okay. Dude. If you if you thought that the R. Kelly documentary pissed you off, this one will definitely make you uncomfortable ugh, for a while. Because see, I don't guy, I don't believe those guys. Yeah, I don't believe those the, because the, their those stories dudes? keep changing. Yeah, to where like I don't I don't know if I can believe what they're saying. Like some like were the earlier stories what your parents put you up to put you up to was. Like I don't yeah. I'm not sure I believe that Michael Jackson actually did it to either one of those guys. Yeah, the uh yeah, I don't know, but uh but watching that documentary, by the way, I watched it with my mom. We we were like, "Okay, I'm curious. What's this what's this uh, documentary about?" Uh yeah, that dude went into extreme detail of what happened, but then I thought this can't actually be happening because his stories aren't straight. It's it's Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but you should watch it. You should, you should, if you're into documentaries, you should watch that. Maybe. Um, I don't have HBO anything, so I don't think uh, I can. Wasn't, there's a, there's this other, there's this other Netflix original, American Factory. I heard that one was good. Yeah. What was that about? The, something about a Chinese billionaire dude? He, uh. Yeah, it's something about Chinese factories in America and how right. they, they can kind of get away with harsher conditions. 
I guess, because it's like Chinese owned and run or something, and it was produced by the Obamas. No shit. Yeah. Oh. I think that was one of their movies through their deal with Netflix. Oh, they have a Netflix deal? Yeah, to produce like a, a few different movies. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we segue into uh, probably one of our discussions, um, Sonic the Hedgehog, man, it's coming in uh, two more weeks. Oh, that yep. soon. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I got to line up now. <laughs> I'm going to use your uh, $15 gift card to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not watching that. For, I'm not spending money on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they already released some clips for the movie, and it does not look good. James Marsden, is whatever his name is, Yep. Uh, when he's talking to uh, Sonic, his eyes aren't up to Sonic's eye level. He's looking above. While, while Sonic, he's just like, of course, on ground level. He's just looking up, and I'm like, okay, he missed his mark. Or they put the tennis ball too high. Yeah, put the tennis ball too high. Uh, but yeah, but that's what I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, uh, when we were talking about Netflix, uh, we also discussed, uh, you sent me a list of ideas of what we're going to do for, uh, for episodes, and one of them was uh, a discussion about digital versus physical copies. Yeah, and we will get into that in a minute. Um, I, I, so, like, people ask, well, what do you watch all the time? Because I don't seem to watch that many movies. And I right. don't watch any TV shows, but I'm, like, always watching stuff. So, like, I do watch a bit of YouTube, but it's not, like, always just that either. Like, there's plenty of YouTube. I watch a lot of Double Toasted. Uh, SEN Live. Uh, Jeremy Johns, Chris Stuckman, you know, like, like a bunch of people on there. But um, uh, there's some things I watch on Netflix. Like um, it it's not all all the time, but Hassan Minhaj has the show Patriot Act. It's, yeah, is it's that like, good? Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty good. It's like you know, it's it's one of those political comedy shows, like your last week tonight, and uh, that's pretty much what Late Night with Seth Meyers is. And Daily Show and all that stuff. And, I mean, it's kind of like that, except, like, he's... It's like Hassan is giving a TED Talk. So where he's, like, standing on a stage and there's graphics behind him. So it's more like that. Rather than him behind a desk, like a news person. I think it's funny. I think it's really good. Um, <laughs> so when that's on, I watch that. Uh, and there's, there's this Korean show... I watch that gets uploaded to Netflix. And it's it's um so like in South Korea instead of like well they might have talk shows but like a lot of their like nonfiction shows that are both kind of like talk shows and also reality shows in a way I don't, they don't really have that many reality competition shows other than well they have Mask Singer that America ripped off right yeah like America took that from them but um like variety shows or well they call them variety shows so they're kind of they're kind of like talk shows but it's like the hosts and maybe some guests it 
it's like a variety of different settings. They might be doing a specific thing for that show. Uh, like I watch um, on Netflix, it's called Men on a Mission. But uh, the actual translation of the show's title is Knowing Brothers. So they're, um, it's basically like a classroom setting. And they're all kind of wearing school uniforms. And they'll have like celebrity guests every week come in and it's like a format where they talk to them for a bit the the guest might show something they've prepared and then there's like a a big portion of like the guests uh prepare questions that everyone else tries to guess so it's like a it's like a game and they're all trying to say like ridiculous stuff to answer these questions and then there's like a final portion where they'll play some kind of game or something that you they used to do sketches at the end but they stopped doing that uh, and it's more like right. games at the end which is so like i watch that a lot and i really enjoy it so like korean, uh, korean variety shows are I, I think it's better than american reality tv and talk shows because it feels a lot more <laughs> it feels a lot more natural right uh they don't i don't think they have scripted reality shows over there they have a lot of like dramas over there, which are kind of like soap operas, but like oh, they're better than soap operas, from my understanding. And um, they're usually like one season and done. Like they're mini series. I don't know. I, I haven't gotten to watch Korean uh, TV shows, or yeah, should, it, it's get... something to get used to at first. Um, there's a lot of like graphics they put on the screen. So if you're right. if you're not used to that, that might be distracting. But it, I guess people that watch YouTube are kind of used to that aesthetic of like things, like captions and graphics appearing on the screen. So like it does that a lot in Korean shows or like Korean variety shows, anyways. And I guess there are certain things about the culture that you might not know immediately. Right. Um... Usually on Netflix, not Netflix. Usually on YouTube, I'd watch uh, Double Toasted. Shout out to Double Toast, Double Toasted, or maybe some Conan or uh, Jeremy Johns, yeah. Chris Duckman, uh, Fail Army. You remember Fail Army? Yeah, I think I've probably seen some of them. And mostly how-to videos, like how to fix computers or how to fix uh, tech stuff in case of. Uh, something were to happen to my Chromebook or whatnot. I like those kind of videos. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of fail videos, did you ever see this guy named Horse? Who? Uh, His name was Horse. Who's he? I saw him on America's Got Talent in like 2011 or 2012 or something. I I, I watched that show for like a couple years around that point, mainly the auditions. But um. Yeah. It was this guy who, like, his whole act was all these, like, elaborate nut shots. Just, like, wait, him wait. going through all these things and just hurting his nuts. Oh, okay. Uh, well, those are probably my favorite fail videos or nut shots. Because I find that stuff funny. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. a good nut shot will not fail to make me laugh. Right. Uh, so this guy's just, like, doing all this stuff, like, getting his, uh, like, jumping onto a two-fight, like, a two-by-four board, or just, like, some sort of wooden board. 
mm-hmm. but like nut first. Um, <laughs> right. Just like a lot of other stuff where I'm sure there was a like a bike somewhere where like there was like a trick onto his balls, um, <laughs> a cinder block over his crotch, smashed with Ew. a sledgehammer. Uh, a lot of other stuff I don't remember, but um, and there's a few other videos of him online doing stupid stuff. Uh, so my right. fail my fail compilations are usually nut shot videos. Uh, my fail compilation is parkour fails. Ah, yes. I love me some good parkour fails, and um, and uh, on occasion I would look up some uh, Jeffrey Star. Okay. Just, just I was not, curious. I would not expect you to watch Jeffree Star. I was just curious. I mean, I wanted uh, to see what the I hype guess. was. I'm, I'm not really a fan of beauty gurus in general, especially not Jeffree Star and James Charles. I hate James Charles. Yeah. <laughs> and but, I was I was uh, never a fan of Shane Dawson. Like He's not a beauty guru. I just thought of him because he's been doing a bunch of stuff with Jeffree Star lately. Right. I was never a fan of Shane Dawson. No. That's when I never thought his comedy was good. Uh, you can go back to his old comedy videos where he has on blackface <laughs> uh, playing a character. I think her name was Shaniqua. Or like something like that. And there was all these videos about how she was going to kill Fred. Oh, uh, those uh, Fred Fred was videos. a thing and... And, I wonder what happened to that guy. Uh, he stopped doing the Fred stuff. And then he started doing something like as himself. And then I don't know what happened after that. And uh, he's now doing like documentary stuff. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, not the Fred guy. Uh, Shane Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah. how he gets views now. Yeah. He's he's doing documentaries now. Unlike uh, hated did... YouTubers, really. Like Jake Paul and now Jeffree Star. And Logan Paul. Did he do Logan Paul? Oh, uh, no, no. He did the documentary on Logan Paul, I think. Well, Jake Paul was the one he did the whole series on. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know if he did anything on Logan. Maybe. Uh, I did see the one with uh, Eugenia Clooney. You remember that girl? You ever heard of her? No. Yeah, she's some. She's a girl from the UK. She has uh, an eating disorder. She has bulimia, I think, and or something. I don't know. If she has that, or she just chose not to eat. And uh, Shane Dawson did a documentary as to uh, where where are her whereabouts? How is she doing? Is she healthy? Is she uh, yeah is she leading, leading a good life and all that jazz? And, and I think I think part, she did like a comeback vlog. With that too, right? Is, is that the same girl? It was yeah. like it was like something, some like video she did, whoever it was did with Shane, and then at the same time she released like a vlog, like "Hey, I'm back." And then right. like I don't I don't pay attention to that side, but I mean sometimes I'll scroll through what's trending or like what YouTube has appointed as trending. Which is usually not what's actually trending, but because you see like a bunch of music videos and trailers, which I mean those are, and then uh, 
the people YouTube likes, I guess. Oh, uh, the the fan movie trailers. <laughs> Remember that? I used to love those kind of trailers. Oh, yeah, those fan-made trailers. Yeah, I used to watch fan-made those in trailers. like 2006, 2007. Yes. Uh, fan-made trailers. Um, what else? Uh... I saw a lot of Batman and Superman trailers as well as Justice League trailers and Avengers even. Yeah. A lot of those yeah, kind of trailers. Yeah. Which classic that, trailer. That's a that's a, that's a dead art. The the fake the fake trailer. The fake crossover trailer, rather. I also uh, oh, and then there's the uh the trailers where um you put uh you put uh, a music from another trailer and, and somehow it magically fits with this trailer. Or oh. you edit it a certain way. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, now right. now I still see where they, you know, change the genre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, uh, like where they... they make it into a horror movie or comedy or something. Yeah. Yeah, like if they make Cat in the Hat into a horror movie, which it already was. I, I'm i on the minority that, uh, that believes that Cat in the Hat is actually a decent movie. Wow. It's, wow. yeah. I mean, it's no Grinch, but it'll do. Well, both of those movies are giant turds. I'll agree that The Grinch is way better. Because <laughs> it has, like, some resemblance of story and, I guess, sanity. Yeah, but but uh, Cat in the Hat, that's like a viewing party movie, man. I guess. I mean, I tried watching it with someone the last time I was looking at it, and, like, we didn't even get to the cat. <laughs> we didn't even make it to the cat. And you're already calling it bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's probably a fuck you. Uh, so fuck nah. you is zero stars. One star is some old bullshit. bullshit. Two is a uh, rental. Three matinee. Four full price. And five is better than sex. And that's the highest one you can get. Yeah. To explain that rating system again for people who are not familiar yeah. with the Double Toasted brand. Uh, do we have our own rating system? Nope. <laughs> No, nope, we should. We, we just say whatever we feel like. So. Oh, yeah, that's better. Got that's it. why. Yeah. Uh, Got four <laughs> four swipe rights out of five. Four swipe rights out of five. <laughs> nah, that's too much to remember. That's too much to remember. I I I like the double toasted rating. It makes perfect sense. Like yeah. I don't know, like like only twelve movies I've seen. Only twelve movies I rated better than sex. That uh, was pretty much. I mean, on Letterbox, I gave Golden Eye five stars, but it's probably just like a high full price. Letterbox. Oh, oh yeah. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, the social media service we both use. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you rate and like, review wait, movies. No, no, no. I was about to say uh, like Redbox. What are you now? Redbox now, if you for? check my Letterbox it. right now, I have a few lists up there: the best and worst movies I saw in film school, as well as uh. Uh, the, the most underrated movies of the 2010s. I'll I'll do the most overrated, and best and worst because I I sat on those best and worst lists the decade for a right. bit. Uh, the worst was mostly the same, except Dark Phoenix got onto it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it's. I mean, I've seen so much worse in it, but it's a movie that that's worse the more it sits with you, even though it's bad to begin with. 
mm, you got to finish it. It's truly atrocious. It can't be more atrocious than the fucking um, fan four stick. You got to give it that much. Yeah, I think I think fan four stick is uh, one above it <laughs> on the list. On the list, right? Yeah, and I didn't end up getting to do the fan four stick is number four worst gag anymore because I, I moved some things around. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind spoiling that movie. Forty three is the worst. I have not seen movie forty three. Oh, it's so nor bad. Nor do I tend to. It's so bad. Why'd you watch it? Why'd you watch a it? A friend made me watch it. Who's that? And she thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Never mind. And I, I know what you're talking about. She was like, "Why aren't you laughing? Like nothing. It's funny. I'd laugh if something funny happened." It's not even a so bad it's funny. It's just awful. So uh, we were going to talk about digital versus physical. And right. we're talking about media here, like your movies, your TV, whether you're going to stream it or buy it digitally to stream or if you're going to buy your DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, whatever. Uh, I mostly do physical, and then I also uh, stream things on Netflix. Jose is almost exclusively a digital guy. So how how should we do this? Uh, well, this well, this is not a debate. We're just talking. No, it's not. We're just talking yeah. about it. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so there's no there's no right or wrong here. Um, but it's it's something that's been brought up. On, I've seen it been brought up a few times on Twitter, and um, recently on the podcast I listened to, uh, it was either critically acclaimed or their other show that they do, uh, We've Got Mail, or they they talked about it for a minute. Um, I mean, there's there's good points for both sides. Like the streaming thing is more convenient to a lot of people now because it's the video store is not around anymore really and just the convenience of doing it from your home I get that and not having to physically have to own a lot of these things if you're not a collector or if like you don't care to have a collection of of it but then there's also the side of that's I guess that's why I buy certain things physically it's just getting to own that specific thing, and it doesn't matter whether it's on said streaming service or not. Um, I prefer I prefer digital, uh, mostly because uh, I can just download it on my phone wherever I want to go. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and this is just for me. I mean. You get you also get better movie deals digital. Like if like a digital movie comes out and you just wait a certain amount of time, it'll uh, be available to purchase at a much cheaper price. That's just me. I think a lot of people don't like digital from or just like owning it digital. I'm not talking about a streaming service, but just like if if you own it on like say iTunes or Vudu or whatever. I think a, po- a lot of people don't like it out of 
or don't like that being their sole way to own it out of paranoia. Where, like, you don't know if the service is going to end tomorrow and your your stuff's just, like, not available anymore. Uh, but there's always, for those, there's still backup plans because there's, like, movies anywhere and you can connect your voodoo to your iTunes and to your... Or, like, your movies anywhere connects to a bunch of different things. So things, if one of them ends, the other one's probably still going to be around. Right. And I'm sure if the service ends, they probably offer you something. I would guess, but maybe they wouldn't. But uh, I guess if people just do streaming services and that's their way to, like, to, like, cut the cord or to not do the video store anymore they're kind of just um there was there was one point i read that i kind of liked it was um it's kind of like uh i guess putting all your faith into that company to present what you can watch true if that makes any sense like i guess there's like there's also the thing where like people want like say like a Disney Plus service they want like they want it to be more of an archive instead of like a streaming service like Disney's already taken a couple things off and will add stuff and you know like those those kind of services they don't want things like constantly going on and off um i was uh well there there also there's pros and cons to owning digital i mean i will admit to that one is, um, like, well, here's the typical one. What if your internet is out? Yeah. You can't stream. But if you have a physical copy of the movie you want to watch, then there, problem solved. I will admit to that. Because uh, remember when I did the move and I had to wait almost three weeks to get internet access? I pretty much just used my physical DVDs to watch whatever I want to watch. So I will agree with you there that uh, it's ra- it's it's um, with digital, it's a win lose scenario. But uh, but for me though, I've been collecting movies on my Voodoo account for almost ever since I turned eighteen. Uh, because apparently you have to be eighteen to sign up for Voodoo. So ever since then, I've been collecting movies, digital codes, nonstop. So. Uh, it's uh, it saves me gas from driving all the way to the nearest store to purchase a Blu-ray. Uh, I could just have it right on the spot, and then it'll be transferred through my iTunes, my Google Play, my YouTube, uh, my other streaming services. So if one were to, um, what is it, uh, fail or decide to uh, not to stream anymore, then I'll have the other movie uh, formats to stream. Yeah, uh, I think my thing is just, like, with the internet of streaming it, there's the, like, like if the quality dips, or, like, craps out, and, like, like, you're getting 1080p or, like, 4K one minute, and then you're getting, like, 480 the next. Right. Because, like, I've had that with certain streaming services, like, uh, Netflix or or the WWE network when I had that. 
it would be like really good for a minute and then kind of dip and then kind of come back and i i don't really i mean you you can also download the movies yourself if there's like one or particular couple you want to watch or take with you on a trip yes but then i guess you'd have to be like constantly downloading and undownloading and all that stuff which I, I'm starting to have to do with my PS4 because Call of Duty Modern Warfare is way too big. It, it takes up way too much storage. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, I had to I had to delete a like a a game or two just to do an update. Or like I, like my system had enough space, but it wasn't. I don't know. I guess a certain amount had to be free for it to do its update. But um. I mean, I mean, those games you can also re-download later, and you still have the same save data for it. Right. But um, I don't know if I'm making as much sense with this whole discussion. I I do yeah. like physically. I like physically owning a lot of movies that I or like ones that I want to own. Or want to go out of my way to own. Or I'm not like waiting for it to be on streaming forever. Like you would, like you would used to wait for when it would come on TV. Right. I don't, I don't have a TV package anymore like my parents do. But like me personally, I do not. You know, I'm just going to change the batteries. So I'll just pause this and. So, I was saying that, um, so, like, physical, I want to, I want to own, like, a phys- if it's something I want to go out of my way to own, or watch, if I, if I liked it enough, then, um, I will want to own it physically, because, uh, just for me, I like having, like, the library, where I can, you know, like, pull it out and use it. I, I see the benefit of having digital too. I, I mean, I like when there's a digital code with it, even though I don't really use them that much. It kind of depends, and I don't. There's nothing. There's no like real rewards things I get from any of those codes anymore. So like, it's just if I want the code or not. So like, I, I usually end up having them, I guess, but uh. So I have a little bit of a digital library now, <clears throat> but I still yeah, have yeah. physical for most of them. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I just like, if it's something I like owning enough where I don't have to worry about if it's going to be on TV, you know, I, I don't, me personally, I don't have TV anymore, but, um, or if it's on Netflix or, uh, whatever even though like now people aren't really saving money by by cutting the cord anymore because there's so many services now they're 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 paying about as much if they're if they're getting a lot of them yeah true true but yeah i can agree with that i mean for me though um for me i um like I said, this I've been doing this since uh, since I turned eighteen. I've 
forgot how many years is that. That's uh, eight years, I guess. I've been doing this for eight years, collecting digital codes, uh, waiting for movies to go on sale, and uh, and uh, ever since Movies Anywhere showed up, then all my movies from Vudu just transferred to my iTunes out of the blue. Yeah. So, so I figure, you know what? Um, I prefer this method. And yeah, most of mine are united. There's like two or three that's only on like one specific one. Because movies anywhere is, doesn't like Paramount or Lionsgate or MGM, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I know the secret. I know the secret on how to get. Uh, I tried that with one tried movie it? and it didn't work. Because you tried it, at it the was. Same time? I tried it with John Wick Chapter Three, uh, and those 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 Lionsgate ones they have now are really weird whereas that, that that like code you have to scan on your phone in like their app and their app sucks but then it then it like goes and you can put it into whatever account it is I think I chose to put in my iTunes and movies anywhere okay maybe I don't, I don't know I think so but um I tried it, it was like if the the barcode doesn't work that they have. There's like a number there. And I tried the number on both things at the same time. And it didn't work on anything. So then I had to do the barcode. So like Lionsgate, stop doing that. Get back to the alphanumeric code like everyone else. Stop trying to get everyone to download your shitty app that no one <laughs> likes. And that's not very good and doesn't work that well. But, uh, I mean, but uh, uh, for, for the old alphanumeric ones, I guess that does work. Uh, I was gonna say, um, the trick is, uh, I'll just explain it to the others that that do uh, have the digital uh, streaming service. I could just tell it right off the bat. Here's the secret for Paramount movies, you want to open your iTunes if you have a MacBook, open it on your MacBook, iTunes on your MacBook. Or if you have an iPhone, open your iTunes on your iPhone. And then on your laptop, you go to Voodoo, you type in the code. And then on your iTunes, you type in the code as well. And then at the same time, you click enter or redeem on both at the same time. And I guess somehow there's a, I don't know if you call it a glitch. Probably. Yeah, but um, it immediately redeems both the voodoo um the voodoo redemption and the itunes redemption and the best thing about paramount is you don't have to buy a 4k paramount movie uh on uh the the physical copy the 4k physical copy paramount movie you can buy the regular standard blu-ray and when you redeem it on itunes they do an automatic 4k upgrade Mm. Yeah. I have to check if it did that with Iron Man. You got Iron Man on a uh, 4K? No, I have it on Blu-ray, but I think uh, I, I think I had a digital code. Um. Oh well, here's the thing though. Uh, if it's Iron Man, then uh, that's Marvel slash Disney. Yeah, so I'm guessing which, not. Yeah. Uh, apparently, iTunes when it comes to uh, Marvel. And maybe even Disney. I, I haven't checked on Disney yet. But for Marvel, they don't do 4K yet. Well, like Marvel 
most of the Marvel movies are on 4K now. Yeah. Well, uh, not all. But, like, um, the Marvel movies, um, I think, are all, like, distributed through Disney now. Because, like, all yeah. the DVD covers are uniform when they put out new editions. It's, like, uniform for everything, including the stuff from Paramount. And yeah, but... even even Incredible Hulk. Yeah, but Incredible Hulk, that's uh, universal. That's universal, yeah. Yeah, I know, but the cover is uniform. Uh, that's all I'm yeah. saying is that the cover is uniform. But, um, and actually, yeah. actually, you can get Incredible Hulk on 4K for very cheap. So I, got, I, I got just... it for like 14 bucks <laughs> physical. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I just checked uh, iTunes and, uh, yep. Uh, all the Marvel Studio movies are still HD quality. You Damn. can't get 4K out of that. Yeah. yeah, physical. Yeah, physical. Yeah, boom. Um, I, I guess, I guess a physical. I, I guess my main thing would be just getting to physically own what I want to own, and then having the library set up, but also um not having to worry about internet speeds or connections. True. As long as my machines work. As long as my players. But I, I get the convenience of digital. And like some people who don't care, you know, like they just want to have a a selection of something and they're they're fine with just like a Netflix. That that's cool too. Right. Because not everybody's a movie buff, people. No, not everyone's not a everybody. movie buff. Is it, uh, is it uh, a bad thing to be a, a, a cinephile? No. Or a movie lover? No. You like what you like. I mean, like, everyone's got their thing. True. And no one, no one ever talks crap about a major sports fan. So, like, if we can't talk shit about any obsessive sports fanatics, like, how are we going to talk shit about any anyone else? True. Uh, I don't know why I just thought of this, but uh, I don't know why, but I kind of want to watch The Bachelor. I've never even seen it, but I want to see what the hype is. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's trashy reality competition TV um I've seen like one episode of a I don't know they have like there's like bachelor winter games or something they have and it's so trashy and dumb but I mean of course there's bachelor bachelorette and bachelor in paradise (laughs) and bachelor in paradise is the one out of those that isn't like you know, the man or the woman uh, selecting their mate out of these, like, 20-some... of, like, 20-some men or women. I, I don't know. It's it's probably... It's like some kind of couples competition. Or I think they probably bring back bachelor or bachelorette couples to compete against each other in something. I, I don't pay attention to these brands. 
Yeah, I think we actually had a we. I think we talked about this in an episode where. Uh, no, no, no. We, yeah, didn't we? Uh, I don't know. Like reality, our... reality shows and reality competition shows don't interest me that much. Yeah. Because, I mean, like I get some people watching it just because they're trashy, just like the entertainment value from the trashiness. I get that, but it, it just never interested me. Like they always just seemed like bad shows, <laughs> and that they, and that we've we've deemed it okay to do some of these kinds of shows that are about like setting people up, mm-hmm. right? Like if you've heard of that show, Temptation Island. No, it's like a bunch of couples are on this island, and then like they're trying to get them to pretty much cheat on each other oh god or like the show's pretty much trying to get them to do that or something or they're like they're trying to not cheat or like the couples i guess are trying to not cheat and like of course plenty of them do uh honestly uh i would pay big money to see you as the bachelor i don't i i uh, I, I, I think you'd make a great bachelor well like i feel like none of those women would be into me like they'd just be there just to be on that show or like maybe maybe they would want me after a while because i'm the guy there i guess i don't know like if you're picked for the bachelor you're probably a dude a bunch of women would want anyways well i mean i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to do that show or the bachelorette you know just like all this competition over this just to like to date this person or to, or for these women to date you when you know it's probably not going to work out after. Uh, I mean, all we need to do is uh, we need to uh, spice up your uh, cologne game. My all cologne. You need is cologne. Yeah, cologne I don't know game. about that. That does not sound great. That? that doesn't sound great. No, I don't, I don't want to. You don't want to what? Just like, just, you know, all those like strong smells. <laughs> I don't want to just like, first off, I don't know how I would be able to handle all of that, much less someone else's smell. But, uh, but we wouldn't bring back the, uh, the fun, the, uh, what was that? Uh, I smell him jokes. I don't know where that came from, be honest. I don't remember where that came from. Other than, I think Vaz, because you used to do all these Snapchat stories of like poems, of like yeah, lines me. of poems and stuff, and yeah. Vaz was making fun of you. By, yeah, don't remind me. By like that. doing some sort of poetic thing and then ending it in I smell him. Yeah. Because uh, I guess your poem verses were weird or something, and then that one stuck. Out of all the out of out of all the uh, I have I haven't heard poems. anybody say any of that stuff lately. I have not seen a single person in the group chat say that lately, so Oh, it died down. Great. I guess. I mean I could say it. Don't say it.
but um anyway um oh my god i i didn't even ask uh, i forgot to ask we usually every time we start an episode before we start i would all i would say like how was your day though i mean i can't believe i forgot about that it's, how was it's your fine. day though Man, I, I didn't know that was one of your catchphrases on here. <laughs> How was your day? Well, uh, I mean, I care about. I, I mean, fine. I care about you. I that's care about. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I care about what you do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really do much today. Unemployed uh, employers. Um, I'm looking for you. Looking for a gig. So if <laughs> any guys want to hire me, right? Uh, at softboys underscore non on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> filmmediapod at gmail.com <laughs> yeah yeah definitely uh, so uh, employers out there uh, come at your boy uh, and Jose you are a working man oh yeah yeah I just got hired as a, a full time librarian yeah you were a school librarian yeah I'm, uh, um, the original uh, librarian is is offered a position at the local, at the, uh, the adjacent high school. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the principal of the elementary school, uh, wants me to work there full time. So of course I accepted it and, uh, I start Wednesday. Hey, you are an educator. Uh, so, uh, so I can't wait. I'm honestly excited. It's my first full-time gig and, uh, who's, who, what, who knows what'll happen, but, um, dealing books like drugs to the kitties. <laughs> maybe I'll, uh, maybe, uh, I love telling stories. So, uh, maybe I'll, uh, for the, uh, kindergarten and first graders, I'll, I'll try to make it out of, make it theatrical. You know, I'll probably like have the, the voices and the do like physical humor, like uh, jump over a table or trip myself <laughs> or whatever. You know, I feel like Melissa McCarthy or Kevin the James. Just lots of Pratt Falls. Okay, yeah. do you well, do they give you guys puppets at your <laughs> at the elementary school? No. I remember mine had a, a puppet or two. Really? There, there was a puppet or like a plush something. I don't I don't something. remember it very well. But I remember a puppet or two. <laughs> Cuz for like the early grades they had like a story time for them. Well, I don't know all about about all that. <laughs> but uh but yeah, but if push comes to shove if the, if the if the kids aren't uh, paying attention then I'll just tell tell them a story, uh read them a book. And uh, I'll just hurt myself for their amusement. A true entertainer. Yeah, true entertainer. I mean, none of you guys don't laugh at my jokes. Are you, are you gonna just slide in uh, some post-its that just labels dtmerch.com on like yeah. all of their books? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know how that got behind your library card. <laughs> uh, was that was that like a uh, a slide for uh, dtmerch.com. Yeah, that was not, that was not bad. Yeah, I that mean, it wasn't the the usual kind of segue to make dtmerch.com a punchline, but <laughs> oh, dude, dude. Um, oh, yeah, oh, Jimmy, Jimmy, I see you got some nice slides on. You know, you know where I got my slides uh, from dtmerch.com. 
where you can also get the classic black tee with the white logo, uh, the backpack, the the phone cases, even a $10 gift certificate for that special someone in your life. Maybe you're looking for something for Mother's Day. You know, you send her over to dtmerch.com and get her taken care of and have that toasty goodness all over her body. All over your body. <laughs> so what what were you yeah. saying? Oh, my bad. Uh I was I was enjoying your um your uh well, that, that, segue. That, that was my merch. bad because I interrupted you to do a DT no, merch no, no. plug, which they are not no. sponsors, but we would like them to be. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I was saying um yesterday was awful. Uh, I won't. Uh, I won't. Basically, you had another gig that assumed yeah. you were good for them, but when you already left that gig a while ago, right? And uh, it was for the Boys and Girls Club. Well, and... you, you said you weren't gonna say it. Oh well, I mean, I'll just say it. I mean, well, I, I gotta bleep it out it. again. God damn it! <laughs> this is this is like Berliner. I'm gonna bleep that out too. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. But anyway, I was I was called in for this gig, and I didn't want to go to this gig because I was hired for the full time as a librarian. But I had no choice since I mean, eh, you know, it's money, so might as well go to it. Yeah, I head over there and met the director of this place, and she told me she was uh, she's been working there for six months. She's new, and she's trying her best to uh, keep keep the keep the ball running and she told me she warned me that these kids the these students they're not only condescending but they're rude they have no respect for uh, authority they're yeah so teenagers yeah Yeah, they're children yeah (laughs) and i mean i don't know i don't know if it makes me sound like an old person but these kids they definitely need discipline now I found out why. I feel like I feel like all the teachers act like kids are getting worse, but I feel like they're kind of not. They're just kids, and the adults don't really remember how kids were. Okay. Yeah. When they were kids, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't like smack a kid around now, but but you know, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, yeah. you know, people are still people. Kids are still kids. True. Like maybe the conditions are a little different, but it's still kind of the same. But uh, I found out why, though. I found out why they were acting this way. The 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 in terms of uh, why they are failing, why they're not following rules, etc. So why they're disrespecting uh, this director. They're uh, all getting picked up by R. Kelly. Ironically, if they were in high school, probably, no, but in dude, elementary dude. school, no. No, dude, dude, the, the you don't know the irony about this. Um, turns out that the previous director, someone found out that he sexually assaulted two students oh. about five years ago. So, yeah, so word came out and he got fired. So when they got this new director, um, yeah, uh, they figure, you know what? I mean, I can do whatever I want. This this director, this this person is not going to tell me what to do. Who is this person to dictate me what I get to do? Director, like like a principal. Yeah, that's what they call them, directors. Yeah. Okay, whatever. 
or make yeah, them happy. I, yeah, I don't know why they're called directors, but anyway. Uh, but yeah, but uh, this gave them the incentive to do whatever they want because of what happened with the previous director, so or previous principal. So yeah, and uh, I tried to talk to this one kid. And he was being downright rude to me. He was, uh, he threw a, a bag of crayon at the, uh, the rim of the basketball and it got caught. So I tried to reach for it and I grabbed it. And then I asked him why he did it. And he just gave me this uh, smug look. And then he walks away to talk to the principal. Then he comes back and then I want, and I told him, you still haven't answered my question. And then he was like nagging. He was like, he was like, why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you do that? He walked right past, and I was like, hey, man, uh, come on. What's your deal? What's your deal? What's your name? And then he tells me this goofy name, and I'm like, is that your name? That, that sounds like a made-up name. He's like, nah, man, my name is this. And then this little boy comes up to me, and he asks what we were doing. And I said, I was, I'm talking to uh, this guy's name, whoever he is. And then the, the douchebag, he just screams at me. He screams. He screams at me saying, my name is this. My name is, my name is this guy. You know, why are you on my case? And then he walks away and I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked that, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to that sort of, uh, that's like kid. I just asked you why you threw it up there. I'm not mad at you or anything. (laughs) And you really can't tell these kids you, I don't know. You can't, you can't tell them certain things that would you don't want to put them down you don't want to be condescending you don't want to be a jerk to them you don't want to and there's certain things you can't say in school yeah like look at your little shit (laughs) i really want to say those things too but anyway you know mr rogers didn't die for our sins for you to be this much of an asshole damn yeah that's true (laughs) i don't know man i mean that's just me I mean, the way I was raised, uh, it was a strict household. So I knew what was right and wrong, as opposed to these kids. They they haven't been taught. They haven't been corrected. They haven't been led to a straight path. So they've been led to rebel and whatnot, to disrespect, uh, to disrespect their uh, adults to not follow directions, or to even have a simple conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's just some kids for you. I don't know how these teachers do it. That's Uh, some adults for you. What, the uh, adults being condescending pricks? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I work in customer service for any amount of time. Yeah, you worked. You worked. Uh, yeah, I've I've worked at, in retail before, and uh, customers are horrible. They're yeah. in, extremely rude and entitled to you, and expect you to do way more than what your actual job is. Like my job is just was just to Thanks. ring people up, pretty much, and they expected me to like be the guy that ran the store. Like it's my job to <laughs> manage all these different departments. And this right. is like a big store too, so I'm like, I'm just a, just a cashier. I don't know what's going on back there. I've actually had I had many people start stuff with me over stuff that I couldn't do anything about. A lot of people 
were trying to get like they were trying to like haggle you like it's the like it's the marketplace trying to get a discount or like trying to get discounts they didn't qualify for. True. Uh had a few people well there's one guy that threatened me. That's over, right. Over like something being off, I guess, because I thought it was taking too long for him. And he didn't like something being a few cents more than what what he thought. <laughs> so he, he he was just like, if I ever see you outside of here, and he just gave me these like glaring looks until as he was like walking out. And I told my supervisor, and I guess she told her supervisor, nothing was done about it. And uh, I think I was there like another week before I quit. I was supposed to be there like a couple more weeks before that because I was about to move. So I was leaving anyways. But like, I didn't feel comfortable being around there after that. It's like, it, it just, the pay wasn't too bad for retail, but like, it wasn't worth it. To have all these people like threatening me and coming at me like every day. Yeah. And then, like, knowing the management isn't going to do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't, give, they couldn't give two shits about that, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Would you, would you ever work in retail again? Not unless I really needed to. Nah, man. If you're going to work at a job, I mean... Jobs are not supposed to it's, be. It's it's better than food service, in my opinion. Yeah, food service is even worse. Like uh, being a waiter or something. Yeah, well, waiters' salaries are terrible. They get paid like next to nothing, and a lot of their salary is made up through tips, which then puts True. a responsibility on the customer to have to cover their salary, which should not be their responsibility. The tips should be like extra. Right. Like, it's not our fault that your employer's not paying you enough. But, like, if I have a waiter that gives me bad enough service, I won't tip them. Which I've only had to do, like, once or twice ever. I usually at least give them a little bit. Even if I didn't think they did great. Because, like, I understand what's going on. Uh... Usually I just give them like maybe it, it, the it depends. twenty twenty five percent, you know. I don't I don't give them that much. Like, I think the recommended amount is like seventeen. Wasn't aware um, that there was a recommended. I one. usually just do like I don't know, like a couple bucks. You know, depends on how much it was. And like if it's just me, and it doesn't matter if I just do like a couple bucks. If there's like a party of us. Then yeah, you gotta do a little more than that, right? But um, I just I just don't like the stigma around tipping, where like the customer now feels burdened to to pay all this extra amount to cover the server's salary because their employer won't cover their salary. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like, I like. I yeah. mean, like, yeah, you should tip your waiter, but like, don't make me feel bad about not doing enough. Because their boss won't pay them enough money. Because I'm not their boss. I shouldn't be covering their salary. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that there. Uh, the, what about, I'm trying to think. Uh, so there's uh, food services, right? There's yeah, food I actually worked in food service for like a month. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, Jimmy John's? I'm not going to name it, but. Ah, damn it. My bad. Uh, but it, it was not Jimmy John's. It wasn't, okay. it was another place, but, um, which Jimmy John's not a big fan. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. That was like it's, the college. It's uh, overpriced. It's overpriced and you get less. It's like a very thin amount they put in there and you're having to pay like full price. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, mm-mm. I'd rather go to Subway. Cause I'll at least yeah. my damn sandwich up. And you can order a, what do you call it? Double? You get the double the the amount, right? Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If for an uh, extra for an extra uh, two bucks or so, you get to double the meat. Jersey Mike's is okay. I think they're a little bit overpriced too, to be honest. But uh, what was your like? Do you have like a um, when when you and I went to uh, college? What was the most overrated? Uh, restaurant or fast food joint that every college student uh, said you should go here or Uh, uh, always eat here i don't don't, don't know um i ended up you remember islands yeah that place is a little overrated but like i liked it though i didn't like their salsa i I liked it fine Uh, i didn't i didn't really have their salsa that much but um like it was fine to go to every once in a while I will. St- oh, oh, dude. No offense like, to. I really liked PTs. PTs burgers. Yeah, yeah the grill. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've only been yeah. there once. It was. There, there were a few of those out there. I would go there every once in a while. I, I liked their stuff. Um, there was like a place I didn't really get into it until after college when I was still around there for a little bit. But uh, there was um, there was a deli. Like South College, the the one that was next to, um, the Mexican place. It was a deli. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the Mexican place right now. Uh, uh Plaza Mariachi. Yeah. No, oh, I enjoyed. There Plaza was there Mariachi. was a South College deli. Like, uh, right there. I more got into the place after college, but, like, yeah, those were some good sandwiches. Those were worth the price. This is no uh, no shade towards Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A was overrated <gasps> in you at, at college. Uh, the one that was on the college campus was. Yeah. Because it was, a, it was, no it, and it wasn't even up to quality either. You know, because they were having to turn it out like they were. So, like, the fries weren't even fully cooked. What What, what was, uh, what was, um, it was in, it was on campus. It was, uh, that burrito joint. Uh, yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was. I got sick eating, um, at, eating there. I never got sick. I heard it would give people the runs. Yes, that's what happened. So, I never got that, but, um. I, I would, my usual thing there was like a, it was like pork quesadillas. Um, I remember Green Spot. 
because eh, right. yeah, it was it was overrated. But I would I would get like you know, like the black bean burger or like something over there. Uh, they used to have that like Greek place that went out. That they replaced with that that place that would like change themes every two weeks. Um, uh, what was that barbecue one? That barbecue joint? It was a barbecue. Yeah, one I enjoyed. Yeah, and there was this nice lady that worked there. Uh, she would uh, every time I showed up, she would um, she would give me more barbecue or more something, more macaroni and whatnot. Ah, uh, I loved her. There, was there was the kind of shitty Chinese there. I thought it was just sushi. tsunami. Well, before tsunami. that, they had like those bowls of like uh you know just like uh lo mein you know right it's like different kinds of lo mein bowls i mean yeah there was also sushi which i had the sushi a few times i'm not gonna lie and and the bowls were okay but like Uh, but like uh, other places in that town, like I, I liked Flaming Amy's burritos. Never had it. Never uh, it was okay. Know. I recommend the quesadillas more than the burritos, because like the burritos are just like it's just a bunch of stuff piled in. So I guess it can be fine for someone, but like, uh, I usually prefer to a quesadilla that, that just had like steak and onions and peppers and cheese and sour cream and stuff. Uh. Do you remember, do you remember, uh, um, it was that, uh, bagel place, Einstein's Bagels. Yeah, the one on campus, yeah, and that one's okay. Overpriced, but it was yeah. decent. Yeah, it was alright, I guess. Oh, dude, oh, dude, do you remember, uh, 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 our, uh, production teacher, uh, the one with the beard? Uh, Gotta be more specific. He's a <sighs> yeah. Uh, there you gonna bleep his name out? <laughs> Probably. But anyway, uh, what was that uh, that uh, food truck that always goes to? Uh there was there one? was like some barbecue one. Uh, it was yeah. It was like it was like Porky's. No, that wasn't what it was called. But it was like this barbecue truck where you get like you know you know like pulled pork chicken sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, I I would go to there sometimes too. But that that was like the main day he was teaching, or like yeah. during lunch every week. So he would have to go to that truck every week to get food. He would complain <laughs> that he would get tired of that damn truck being <laughs> there that day every week. Oh, uh, cookout cookout over there was overrated. yeah. It was overrated just because it's like the location. It was right beside campus. And the parking lot, no parking lot for cookout is big enough for cookout to actually maneuver but, around the place. So there, so when it's real busy hours, the line would go out into the, the road. Um. Oh. Um, oh. But I do remember when uh, I think I don't know if you were with us. It was one of those nights where uh, 
it was either you or it was probably Bradley, Vaz, and I. Well, wait, we were... did, did you ever do Flaming Amy's Bowl? No, not even uh, that. That place sucks. That place is overrated. That place was very overrated. Yeah. Uh, if you ever went to Jimbo's, I actually like that place. I never liked Jimbo. the hours because I just wanted to go like during the day and I couldn't. You know, it was one of those that they opened at like 10 at night and went to like 2 p.m. the next day. I'm not into that. Because oh, usually dude. you can't get me out somewhere in the morning and I'm not going to be there at like midnight. I've I've been there for like breakfast or brunch before. But uh, it wasn't, I'm usually not one that's going to go out and eat at like midnight or something. Um, but that but place is uh, good. But Flaming Amy's Bowl sucks ass. <laughs> it, it's like, it, I mean, it's like you build your own bowl where you get like whatever kind of noodles or rice or whatever and whatever else you want on top of it and they like make it in front of you. And uh, I, I thought it was overrated as hell. I was not that into it. I, don't, I only had it like freshman year. Never had it since. People who don't know, I don't mind saying this because you're going to, like if you follow us on anything, you'd, you'd figure this out somehow, whether by listening to the show or like following. So like, who cares? We went, we went to school at UNCW together. That's how we met each other. That's how we know each other. And most people uh, that get brought on this show, that's how I know them. And right. we went to film school. Yes. And have our totally worthwhile bachelor's degrees that I <laughs> recommend to anyone in film studies. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I loved my time in college. I don't regret it for anything, but uh, I, I, I wish I could use my degree by now. But, but you know, uh, that that's college for a lot of people. But, uh, we went to school at UNCW. That's that's how we met. Yeah, no regrets. Uh, uh, yeah, no regrets at all. Uh. It was uh, it was an honor to meet all of you guys. Yeah. So so all these places we're talking about are in Wilmington, North Carolina. So, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I was gonna cool. say shout out to Knox for introducing me to uh, Jimbo's. I love Jimbo's. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was like better Waffle House. <laughs> yep. So I've only had Waffle House like twice ever, and those were in like those were within the last year, honestly. Uh, shit. What was that other? What was that other? Uh, I don't think there was a. Oh, uh, what about uh, B Dubs Buffalo Wild Wings? What oh yeah, that? I, I like that place. I can't have it that much anymore. Why not? Because just like the really spicy stuff, I'm I'm afraid of it just like destroying my stomach. Because <laughs> you know, there's like certain things I can't have now. Oh right. That will like right. set it off. Like I can't have carbonated things like sodas. I had to drop. Like a year, year and a half ago. I don't really miss soda that much. Not really. Good. Every, Good. I think like once or twice, um, just like wanting to try a Mountain Dew something. I'm like, I, I can take like one sip, but if I if I like start drinking it, like it'll just destroy my stomach. Oh, I'll feel like miserable the rest of the day. Like... Heartburn, nausea, like all that stuff. So like that stuff uh, I can't have. So I'm afraid of like the really hot stuff, just like destroying it. Right. 
but I'm glad that you cut back on soda. I mean, you yeah. you have no choice. Yeah, no choice. I can't do like but soda still. or like carbonated anything. So like I'm including sparkling stuff with that. So, so like, you're just drinking water? No, I mean like I can have like sweet tea, uh, Gatorade, juice. You know, pretty much anything that's just not carbonated. What about, uh, so, and also uh, no spice, no spicy foods of any kind? Uh, I mean, I've I've had spicy, but not like, not like mango habanero spicy from B-Dubs, which sucks because I loved that. I love some <laughs> spicy stuff. And the pain, yep. if, it, if you get really spicy and you get the pain, that's even better. <laughs> Now, don't have leftovers from Buffalo Wild Wings, or maybe it was that one hotel uh, fridge that I stuck some in. Because when I had it, like, the next day, I got sick. I got sick from the leftovers, even though it was fine when I was there. So, uh, maybe, maybe don't eat Buffalo Wild Wings leftovers. That's a PSA. PSA. Or if you're staying in a hotel somewhere and you had some B-dubs and you took it back with you, don't put it in that fridge. Right. Right, right, right. Or, well, that hotel also kind of sucked, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you miss most? What do you miss most about uh, UNCW? If you, if, you had to, um, if you had to pick. Well, I mean... Just like having a lot of things around me. So like right now, I'm in like a small town, so there's like nothing anywhere. So that's like one thing. Because like if you're going to like a major store, even like a major grocery store, you're going to be going to Walmart. And I hate Walmart. I despise Walmart with a passion. Wow. Wow. The quality a lot of times is crap. And no one in that store wants to be there. Like, some of the worst customer service I've ever seen. Well, I mean, it's Walmart. What do you expect? Yeah, but, like, at least do your job, you know? I mean, I get, like, customers are dickheads, especially in a Walmart, but, like, at least do your job. I mean, I I understand dealing with bad people. Because <laughs> I've been in that position, but... You it's know, a job. Yeah. You still got to kind of do it. I, I had to get photos from a Walmart one time because I couldn't get my printer to work and I needed some photos printed. So, like, I did the one hour thing. I, I showed up whenever my time was, even though I ordered it like probably, probably a few hours before. And I, I might have even shown up a little bit after. Uh, when I showed up, there was no one behind the photo desk. And it waited, like, forever for somebody to actually show up. And they were, they were like, oh, yeah, the machine's not even on. Oh, yeah, let me let me do that. Oh, but there are all these other people in front of you. I ended up waiting, like, an hour. Like, another hour there Damn. at the store. till my things Damn. were, like, done and I could have it. And there was a lot of the time no one was behind the desk. Because then, like, the manager came up like while the person was trying to do that stuff and told them to go over to the other desk in, like, the electronics. Because there were, like, two people waiting. And I'm just thinking, oh, boo-hoo, they had to wait, like, 
10 seconds. I've been here for like a half hour or more waiting on something that was supposed to already be done like an hour, a couple hours ago. And so I ended up, I ended up waiting and getting it and leaving, but I was, I was very tempted to talk to that manager. I kind of want to see you angry talking to uh, managers, like, like like someone pissed you off. I'm fine waiting for a couple minutes because I get I get like stuff happens, but like when just no one's doing anything that they're supposed to be doing, and you have them everywhere else except where they need to be, and like all these people that were supposed to have something picked up by that time can't get their stuff because you guys weren't doing anything. Like that's just that's just shitty. You know, so, like, I always have, like, some shitty experience at that Walmart. The Wilmington Walmart, especially. (laughs) Or or the one that was closest to the college campus. There's, like, a couple in Wilmington. (laughs) There's, like, at least three, I think. Um, but... The other bad Walmart experience I was thinking of was, like, when I was just buying two Blu-rays and she wanted to know my date of birth... She thought you were young. Yeah, I was like, just buying like PG thirteen movies on Blu-ray, and I'm very clearly above the age of thirteen, at least. <laughs> well, I mean, you and had she that, like uh, wanted to know my date, my like my date of birth and stuff. I think I gave her something close to it, but like I should have just given her something fake because she didn't even question it or like. But I told it to her in a way is like, why do you need to know that? Like, I don't know you. You don't need to know that. For me to just buy a PG-13 Blu-ray, that is when I'm very clearly an adult. Maybe, I don't know, maybe she was trying to... Uh, like, you want to see my ID? Or <laughs> like, want me to flash my ID to you or something? Like, shit. Like, I'm just maybe trying she... to buy the Avengers here. <laughs> uh I don't know. Maybe she was trying to uh, see that address. Maybe she wanted to. God. Uh, well, she didn't by. ask anything else. She just asked for like date of birth. That was it. That's all she asked for. She didn't ask for like ID or anything. And I've never had anyone ask for anything like that. Anywhere, I mean, like I I've, you're, I've you're... like people ask for ID when you need some when you're like getting something you need to be an adult for, like Cigarettes. like. A, like cold medicine. A lot of cold medicine you have to be 18 or older to get. Uh, cigarettes. Yeah, I guess. I've never bought cigarettes before. No, no, but I'm saying, though, is that... Uh, I mean, yeah, 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 you do. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything anything, alcohol. anything you can smoke or chew like that. Yeah, alcohol, cigarettes, uh medicine apparently yeah, some 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 over the counter medicine mainly like cold medicine uh cuz i guess some of it has like certain side effects especially like nighttime stuff right uh like nyquil like night or just like any liquid like cold medicine at all so like especially the night stuff's going to have like alcohol in it which i didn't know nyquil had alcohol in it until like after i purchased it I I had like a day quill and night quill two pack, and I was like, "Oh, it's weird that they're asking for my ID, but okay, I don't care. Okay, all right, I got, I got nothing to hide. I'm clearly an adult. 
<laughs> I'm, uh, and then I looked at it's got like that Nyquil's got like ten percent alcohol. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Nyquil's got like ten percent alcohol. Seriously? I yeah, or like at least five. Yeah, it's it's got a got like at least like some percentage of alcohol, and like you know me, I've never had an alcoholic beverage. Uh, so my first alcoholic drink was Nyquil. Hey. So it lit. The only other, the only kind I've had, had it for a couple nights. Perfectly fine. I actually had to throw it away because when I moved it, uh, the bag it was in, it ended up like spilling in it and getting all over like the Dayquil and the Tums. And <laughs> so I had to throw, a f- I had to throw a few things away. Right. Right, right, right. But, uh, but like, mm. just buy the Avengers on Blu ray. Come on. Come on, you're not a child. I'm, I'm clearly above the age of 13. I mean, you have a, you probably have the, you're probably wearing the, a 13 year old clothes or something. Not like really. Hot topic stuff. I don't know. I just looked like a dude. Yeah. And, well, I mean, you, ha- I you mean, do have I, that cute, adorable face. I mean, yeah. like, I get if someone thought I was under 21, but like, under 13, <laughs> come on. <laughs> that could be a compliment. You don't know that. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, you're young. It, if you if you if you like, like you want to date girls your own age or like get into things, you have to be an adult to get into. You don't want to look like a twelve year old. <laughs> like you go up to a girl in the club and and they'll just be asking if it's past your bedtime, right? Or asking where your mother is. Like, no, you don't want that. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Like no, no it, do you it, it know I have a podcast? Do you, do you know that he has his own uh, merchandise? Well, apparently I mean, one of one, one of one. It's which uh, is a one rare of thing. One, a very rare piece of merchandise that you can probably make yourself. But yeah, at uh, whatever, whatever kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Oh, I can't we're, remember. We're not what, say it. I can't yeah. remember the name of the place either. So I mean, you can probably say it. It's fine. I don't care, but I, I just don't, don't remember the name of it. Shit. So, uh... Yeah. Did we do I it? guess that's it, huh? Yeah, did we do it? We did. I, I think we did. Yeah, we do this. I think we, I think we covered our, our basis with digital and physical. Uh, yeah. Do what you like. Consume it however you want to. Um... I think I think a negative to digital was just like these companies thinking they can give you whatever they want however they want. And like you can't own like I guess with physical the idea was like it was something I read, but just like the idea of you you like taking ownership of the stuff you want to watch. Instead of like I mean the company you know, being able to put it up and down and then, like, re-editing and doing all this other stuff to it. and I don't know. I mean, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, we could we could all agree that um, for digital, it's on your phone, it's on your iTunes, it's every, it's every streaming format. But if you, what happens if you lose internet? 
you and if you don't have a if, if, physical copy if you're in an extreme enough situation you can probably rip that shit if if like you already own it digitally and the service about to go out you can probably rip it somehow i don't yeah. i don't know how but <laughs> cuz i haven't looked into doing that for anything but you could i guess and, and start selling your own bootlegs Oh no! <laughs> no, we don't condone bootlegs. But <laughs> no, no, don't do that. No. <laughs> I mean, okay. Before we leave, before we open your we trench coat, you guys want, you guys want Suicide Squad. <laughs> we all know that one guy in the high school that had like the bootlegs. Well, well we know I didn't know dude. anyone. In... I, I knew a couple people in college that had a bunch of bootlegs. On really? like a on like a hard drive or like a flat some flash drives or something. I don't remember where he, what he had it on, but it's like yeah, check all this shit out. I'm like, whoa, okay. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. My brain cells are slowly, slowly draining down. Well, I know. Well, we Driving we covered the bases, you know. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, we did. We didn't hit home runs here, but like. But we hit the fun, ball across the field, you know. We we got through a couple bases, and then when the next person came up to bat, we were able to, you know, go to the home plate and get that get those points. By the way, um, uh, I, I want to ask you something, and um, to those uh, soft, fellow softies listening, maybe you could voice your opinion. If, if you're going to ask me about the Astros, I don't actually know anything about baseball. No, 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 no. Uh, what? You think I know about baseball? Oh, well, did you hear about the Astros about thing? No, I didn't. Where, not. like, they, they pretty much cheated to win the World Series. So there's, really? like, a big controversy. Yeah, because they yeah. were doing, like, all this, like, spying on the other team and stuff and, like, stealing plays. And, and there's oh. something with, like, the Mets where, like, their managers are probably going to be let go because some stuff they were doing. So, oh. lots of. Lots of drama. But uh, what were you going to ask me and the softies? Oh, well, I mean, I was going to say, um, okay, so at the library, at the school, yes, um, there's a, a a Mac computer there. Okay. And I asked uh, one of the substitutes there, and she said that the librarian rarely used it at all. The previous librarian bought it for the school, and she used that. But uh, the current librarian at the time never used it, rarely used it at all. She's been using other computers. So I, so I, uh, so I logged into the computer. It has 8 gigs of RAM, and it has 500 gigs of storage. Okay. And it's just sitting there. It's just sitting there. And, and I'm going to be working there for an entire year, not using it. So I was at, I was, the point what I'm trying to make is, do you think I should? Uh, I kind of want to convince the principal if I could either have it or buy it from them. I mean, you could ask. You could always ask. Worst they could I mean, say is no. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's just sitting there. It makes um, no sense if it just sits. I there. can't remember if eight gigs of RAM is good, but it's probably at least workable. Well, how much uh, how much RAM is on your MacBook? I, Pro? I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, well, I have to look I mean, at it. I think it's more than eight, but I can't remember I how that, it is, how much it is. I heard that 
eight gigs is all you need. Eight gigs is yeah. Uh, I mean, like you'll probably be fine yeah. with that. Yeah, and it's five hundred gigabytes of uh, memory. So yeah. pretty much. Pretty I mean, much, if yeah. you still have your hard drive. Yeah. From school. Right. And if not, like terabyte hard drives go for sixty bucks. So yeah, so that's what I discovered, and uh, I'm just gonna build a relationship with the principal, like have a talk with him from time to time. Invite him over for dinner and, and <laughs> court him. Court him, yeah. And uh, and by the time the month is over, I say, hey, listen, that computer, no one's using it. Can I buy it? Can well, I have it? Well, Jose, I know exactly what will put him over to uh, make him want to give you that computer. And it's a nice shirt from DTMerch.com. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, where you can get that classic black tee with the white logo, <laughs> white logo. the neon logo. You got backpacks, phone cases, slips, the slides, the, slides, the slip and slides, and uh, <laughs> the ten dollar gift certificate that you can give to any loved one, so they can get that toasty goodness all over their body. They're not sponsors. <laughs> they are not paid sponsors. We just like double toasted. Uh, I love it. I love it. Good job. I actually that was kind of good. So, you can follow this show on Twitter at softboys underscore non. We have a Gmail, familiapod at gmail.com, or you can write to us if you'd like uh, on Anchor, where we get our RSS feed from, so we can put the show out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> Google Podcasts, the other stuff. <laughs> We're also on YouTube. Um, there is a voice message thing. If you'd like to go on there and leave a message for us, we can play it on the show and respond to you. That's another way we can do Q&As on here. And if you have questions for us at any point, you can send us a question. We will put it in our next Q&A whenever we do that. We'll probably do one by the end of the month. Or at least by Valentine's Day. We can have a nice romantic Q&A. You can ask us the saucy questions. The soft, saucy questions. Oh, saucy questions? Uh, Asking for dating advice or whatever, if we have that. Uh, um, I'm probably better. I'm probably better at giving dating advice than I am at actually using it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, Cody. I mean, you're like a solid nine point nine well, on the. I think I'm just a rational-headed person. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess anyone outside of the relationship can actually think about the relationship with logic. More so right. than the people in it. I mean, don't go into a relationship if you're, if you want to not feel alone. Well, yeah. look, I... look. If you're with the other person, <laughs> don't tell them your mindset was just what you got from Soft Boys Anonymous. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And don't try credible. to court her with a, a shirt from DTMerch.com. God damn it. <laughs> you gotta wait until the third date to do that. <laughs> the toasty goodness all over your... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's not like Hitch, where like you try to fuck him on the third date. You just send him that DT merch. Yeah, you're not Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, that, that whole thing is probably like... You couldn't make a movie like that now. Or at least have that in it. Whether it's like you gotta fuck them by the third date or like have this kind of, you know, shallowness to it. 
Is that how it goes? You gotta fuck him. Yeah, in like face? in the beginning, it's like his. It was like his however many step plan, and like treating dating like a plan. Because I heard waiting you know. is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, know, you can wait as long or as long as you want. I'm not. I don't, I don't care when you do it, but you know, or don't do it, or whatever you know, whatever you want. But yeah, send us send us some questions on Twitter and and. Uh, Gmail and Instagram, Instagram. You know, all our followers and on the other things, we can we can talk to y'all. Yeah, I really, and, uh, I honestly really want uh, questions. Really want. Yeah. Uh, you can send us. You can send us questions anytime. It doesn't have to be just when we do the Q and As, and we can respond to them whenever. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, what are we doing next week? I don't know. Uh, I guess we're moving the day that these episodes come out. Because we were usually Wednesday, and then, like, after the holidays, that got kind of messed up. And we did Friday last week. Uh, today's, this week's probably going to be, like, Saturday, maybe. Yeah. Wishful thinking. But, uh... I, Because uh, I'm probably not going to do much work on this episode. I do apologize, though, because norm- it's actually me because of my scheduling. So I do yeah, apologize. So for- we just have to do a different day. But we I just say figure this, out a different day to put it out weekly. Well, um, so so we'll 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 say that next time, whenever that yeah. day is. Uh, yeah. So I guess sorry for the sporadicness of when these episodes are coming out, but you get a nice little soft surprise. Oh, really? Now, yeah, yeah. that'll make you all hard. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. <laughs> and then what? And then confused. And then, and then confused. Yeah, it's like, how did that? No, but they're not. No. No. Okay. It's not that kind of surprise. Maybe we should, maybe we should leave this episode before we say something really awful. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, take care. Watch Borat. Uh, uh, don't maybe, listen to we'll, any dating advice. From we'll us. we'll try to watch some more TV shows. I guess China. And um, she even offered to come on here to talk about TV. So yeah. yeah. Wait, who? China. I mentioned I mentioned oh, her to you yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Or whenever I did, I think it was last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try to watch some TV and talk about it. I have a few things in my Netflix queue. You know, unless. Yeah. I would say unless you want me to talk about wrestling, but like I haven't even really been watching wrestling lately. And if we were just, to talk about wrestling, we need Rob. Yeah, I, I would need Rob here. Um, yeah, it's been the show. Yes, and I'm uh, looking forward to the next episode. So long, farewell. Hate to say goodbye. I don't know the rest of that song. And uh, stay soft.